0: Hello. That's right. This is KSKQ 89.5 FM, Ashland, Oregon, and KSKQ translator K231CW 94.1 FM, Medford, Oregon. Also streaming at www.kskq.org. And you're listening to Dream Infringement.
1: Oh, hang on, hang on. I'm going to do this right. <laughs> say it again, say it again.
0: And you're listening to Dream Infringement.
1: There we go. That's it. We did it. Mm-hmm. It brings a tear to my eyes. Yeah. And you may hear
0: a little extra pep in my step tonight. That's because we've got something special for you. Our standard Dream Infringement super squad is only 50% here. Yeah. Which is a shame for sure real shame crying Mm -hmm. shame in fact Mm -hmm. but we do have a little something extra special for you so let me tell you about tonight's dream infringement super squad yeah we've got bobby chico de gallo castillo and then our standard components jennifer the scheduler woodside and emily the four eyed evader are mm-hmm. not here.
1: One thing that they have been unable to evade is sickness. Yeah. Which is their reasons for not attending. So, yeah. On a dark note. Mm hmm. Uh huh. But moving on, because there's nowhere else to go but up. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Continue, Dara. We have
0: got Kevin from Zero to Hero.
1: Caldwell, Caldwell, Cald- yeah, that's yeah, no, it. I, yeah. I couldn't
0: remember your last name. <laughs> Smith. I thought if I went into it, I would remember, but I didn't. Um, and of course, yeah. myself, the one and
1: only Adara Spiffy Burns. Oh, that's good. Never gets old. Well, thanks for giving us all those like special nicknames. I'm sure Kevin really enjoyed it. He loves being singled out. I know this about him. I haven't known him very long, <laughs> but he loves the attention.
2: Oh, totally. Clearly
1: <laughs> I am not equipped to give him that attention because I do not know his name. I have enough uh enough love to just spread around all over the place and make Ugh. sure everybody feels like they're giving the, being given the attention they deserve. So, maybe a little more than they deserve. I Ugh. might even say. So, you know, this isn't just like three randos walking into a uh, recording st- or a, a ra- you know, studio, local community studio, community radio station studio. That took a long time to get out, but it was worth it. Uh this isn't just, you know, a bunch of random people. There is something very special that is going to happen uh tonight.
0: Yeah, that's right. We yeah. have got a special episode for you. Yes. You should feel fortunate because you get the special episode even though it's not a pledge drive.
1: Yes, you do. And the reason why it's special is because the theme for tonight is based off of a very special event in American history, I might go as far as saying. American history. Perhaps even world history. It's possible. It's possible. Uh, and that event is... The release of America's Darling uh, movie called Gremlins. That's right. It's a movie called Gremlins. And it was uh, it was considered to be a Christmas movie, I guess, because it took place during the time of Christmas. There were Christmas lights and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, which we'll get into. And what we're going to do is we're going to systematically go through the plot of Gremlins and we're going to talk about it. We're going to reflect on it. We're going to delve into the deep fibers of the movie we've come to know and love called Gremlins and what makes it what it is. So, yeah. Yeah. And uh, how do you feel about doing this tonight, Adara?
0: You know, I'm excited, yeah, I think that it's time that we have a little more conversation mm-hmm. about Gremlins, yes, that it kind of returns to center stage mm-hmm. in the like frame of the American people's mind. yeah, and
1: clearly our radio show is the place to do that. Definitely. It's it's the right forum. I believe Mm -hmm. um Kevin. How do you feel about uh, talking about gremlins tonight?
2: I have not seen gremlins since the year 1998 Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Rough rough guesstimate somewhere Mm -hmm. in the late 90s 1998
1: okay, okay,
2: hopefully tonight will reinvigorate me enough to want to go back and rewatch it So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, so quick cue. How old were you at that time? (laughs) five or six depending on what month it was
1: <laughs> all right okay so um so it's been over a decade since kevin has seen it's been
2: it like two decades
0: probably <laughs> it's been over two decades i back, said so
1: over like... a decade <laughs> i feel i was accurate in that expression thank you adara definitely over a week am i right
0: yes several weeks. i when did we watch Gremlins? It uh, happened that
1: a few weeks ago. It was a few, a few weeks ago. <laughs> and I was not invited. Yeah. Je- Kevin was not Well, cuz you've seen it already that was the whole point. Adara hadn't seen I it. I hadn't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Once is enough. Adara, uh, how old are you? I am 22 years old.
2: Yeah. Okay, it's basically I haven't seen it since Adara was basically born.
1: Well, mm-hmm. yeah, but you know you saw it through the eyes of an innocent child, mm-hmm. you know. Um untainted Which, by the world and society's values and what they view as you know entertaining so it's like you're just kind of being you know being forced to watch something that you know you you can't define what's did you know what was entertaining when you were six years old absolutely you did. did okay Rocco's modern life yeah okay
2: super entertaining yeah uh, i'm not gonna go into a whole bunch of 90s shows that's but all right there's a lot of entertaining it. stuff that still holds it. up today
1: yeah sometimes we watch those we watch things that maybe whether they're entertaining or not you know uh we are parked in front of the tv and told to just keep our eyes open
0: i had the good fortune of being parked in front of the simpsons for many years yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. um yeah it shaped me may have given you your edge even so. Not to
2: interject on uh-huh. your guys' show, but I want to right. talk about my show for a second. <laughs> Go for it. Go this, ahead, This Kevin. This ties into tonight's events, actually. All right. So I host a show called Comic Culture on KSKQ, where we interview nerds and celebrities and such, and I'm going to talk louder now so Bobby can hear me, and I interviewed Josh Martin the other day, and if you're not familiar with who that is, I'm going to tell you. He was Majin Buu from Dragon Ball Z. Okay. But from 1997 to 2000, he was Barney the Purple Dinosaur. What? And I did not know that. Yeah. So I got to interview, and I was watching Barney at that time.
1: Uh Uh-huh, yeah. So I
2: got to interview someone. So back in 98 and 99... I was parked in the front of the TV watching Barney.
1: Yeah, so So when you watch Gremlins, you're like, well, this is no Barney. No,
2: it's no Barney. (laughs) Yeah, those strike me as two very different
1: media forms for a a six-year-old to be watching. Yeah. In a way, though, (laughs) after we take Gremlins apart, it, it may be more similar than you realize. You know, should you got... preface
2: by saying I have a brother who's thirteen years older than me, uh-huh. so I had to watch a lot of maybe not age appropriate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that tends to happen. Um, what we're going to do though is we're going to play a song that is inspired ha- ha- that I have been inspired to play um, from what we're going to discuss, and and this will kind of get your your heads in the game. It'll it'll get your minds percolating. Uh, which is important. So the the uh, song that I chose to uh, play for the first of the lineup tonight is by a band called Mogwai. You'll, oh, you'll know the significance of that after the song break. True it, fret fans yeah. will recall the significance. Yes. Uh, and the song is called Party in the Dark. Mm. All right. So here you go. kevin stop googling lady gremlin It's <laughs> enough of that uh he just discovered that there is a gremlins 2 and so i did a quick synopsis of that um some of the most scarring images came out of that uh, movie for me and so. it was
2: discovered that it, the oscar winning movie the ship water <laughs> basically rips it off
1: <laughs> i don't think you can compare it that much it's i mean it's very it's a vague comparison if any um, in my opinion So yeah. <laughs> Anyway Well that's another show That's another show But tonight We analyze gremlins Okay So we're just gonna like Dive right into it um, Basically I'm going to read uh, a, a Portion of the plot And then we're gonna discuss it Things that stood out to us Things we remembered From over two decades ago uh, And uh, Yeah We'll see that where that takes us so uh, it starts off Randall Peltzer, the young man of the Hold movie. On. Yeah, I
2: think we should give credit to where you're reading this source from. Okay,
1: yeah, this is a Wikipedia. Okay, uh, uh, plot synopsis. So, um, thank you
2: to the editors at Wikipedia who yeah. are always reliable and never false about anything.
1: <laughs> yeah, thank you, Kevin. Okay, <laughs> Randall Peltzer, a struggling inventor, not the young man. It's his dad. Uh, visits a Chinatown antique store in the hope of finding a Christmas present for his son, Billy, who is like an older teenager. So uh, in the store, Randall encounters a small furry creature called a Mogwai, which in Cantonese means devil. So the owner, Mr. Wing, refuses to sell the creature to Randall. However, his grandson secretly sells the Mogwai to Randall warning him to remember three important rules that must never be broken. Do not expose the Mogwai to bright lights, number one, or sunlight, which can kill it. Do not let it come in contact with water. So another way that it is completely unlike the shape of water, because he can't touch water. Not even one drop. Yes, and most importantly of all, never feed it after midnight so die basically Gremlins are like World of Warcraft players <laughs> that was funny that was funny Kevin that was a good one
2: no offense to any World of Warcraft players I played World of Warcraft for a couple years yeah so.
1: this is the first time dream infringement will ever like have video game related jokes <laughs> <laughs> so. also Dragon Ball Z may be the first time those like three dragon Ball and Z all together, um, yeah, in, in our show, so especially hmm. For some
0: reason, I thought you were into Dragon Ball Z.
1: No, I didn't. I, I had friends who tried to get me into it, but... It, it takes an, a smarter, t- a,
2: a higher mind. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's okay. I, I'll, I'll uh, give you that. So, uh, so that's the end of that portion of the plot. Uh, thoughts? Well, anytime you go to
2: a Chinese antique store and they don't want to sell you something, there's probably a good reason they don't want to sell it to you. Yeah. I mean, clearly it's cursed, but like there's something kind of fun about that, right? Like, you you got to at least wonder what the curse is
1: yeah well i mean he didn't speak cantonese so he didn't know that it meant devil he was like this is a baby devil
2: excuse me for not being up on my (laughs) linguistics but is cantonese the easier version or is mandarin the easier version (laughs) i can't
1: speak to that i'm sorry i'm sorry kevin so um, i just want
2: to give the guy the benefit of the doubt like was it the harder of the two
1: chinese dialects to learn yeah Well, if there's anything that I remember, it's that this guy, he didn't seem very book smart. Although he was an inventor, he was very cumbersome in his approach to life. He kind of just like, like kind of meandered through the shop that was very shady. And he's like, I'm looking for a present for my teenage son. He didn't even say teenage son. He sounded like a... Like he was getting it for his like six year old son.
0: Yeah, we definitely are led to believe that it's like a small child. Yeah, who will be receiving
1: Gizmo. Also, another really shady individual. Like I don't believe that Mister Wing was shady in any way because he's just like doing his thing. He's got his shop. It's filled with lots of really eclectic antiques and everything. Um, but his gr- was it his grandson. Mm-hmm. You say he was his grandson. He seemed really shady because he's, like, leading people to to it, you know? Anyways.
0: You know what I think?
1: Uh-huh. Mr. What?
0: Wing and the grandson might actually be in on
1: it together. Oh, like a con. Mm-hmm. Okay. Make it
0: seem more interesting, and then you can bump the price up.
1: Yeah. So maybe Mr. Wing knew that his grandson secretly... He's like, hey, hey, hey! Here, here you go. D- mm-hmm. g- give me the money, you know. Yeah, and exactly. then you're like, yeah. All and then in that way, it's like kind of under the table, no receipt, which means mm-hmm. he might not honor the return.
0: And also, like nine year olds can't pay
1: taxes. That's true. Yeah, maybe he keeps a little like extra for himself. Hmm. So, um, yeah. So uh, I think, yeah, I think that's that's pretty much it um yeah that's pretty much it for that explanation uh what about the rules about the mogwai any thoughts about that
0: i actually do
1: have particularly i take issue
0: with the don't feed them after midnight rule Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because like the sunlight and water at least those are consistent things yeah but, like, can Mogwai tell time? And are they waiting yeah. to catch you? It's. I mean, it's midnight
1: somewhere.
2: Exactly. But, I mean, midnight to and someone then... who works the night shift could be, like, 1 p.m.
1: But also, like,
0: don't feed them after midnight. When can you start feeding them again?
1: Yeah, that's true. Oh, because, like, after midnight could just mean, like, indefinitely.
0: Mm-hmm. So, is it, like midnight to 6 a.m. you can't feed them yeah see these are
1: these are important instructions that maybe if he hadn't got it by you know under the table from his grandson Mm -hmm. maybe he would have gotten these instructions
0: a reputable mogwai dealer will give you that information so that you can be successful
1: yeah this reminds me of like some of those like shady uh purebred like dog sellers, you know, Ooh, and then they're yeah, like, exactly. they're like, this dog is not, you know, you know, here's the papers. Mm-hmm. It's just like a printed and then, like, piece of paper.
0: A year later, you've got a long dog with a broken back. Exactly. Any Rick and Morty
2: fans in the house? Anybody?
1: Sorry, Kevin. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's going to be me with all the pop culture references tonight. I mean, we do pop culture references, but <sighs> maybe in the less like, you know adolescent, like, young <laughs> Rick male. and Morty is
2: like... <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. I just... Yeah. Okay,
2: so there's an episode of Rick and Morty. Yeah. Where this Educate guy us. who ends up being the literal devil, like, biblical devil, opens up an antique store and he sells all these things. And it's uh-huh. like, oh, you'll have the perfect baseball catch or throw, but your hand will fall off after the big win. Like, it's just something like that. So, yeah, did this guy have a license to import Mogwais into the
1: country. Mm, interesting.
2: Does you this... just said,
0: so does this guy have a license? As if what you had originally said related no, 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 no. I I to trying. I was
2: leading because the devil got a license from the Galactic Federation to bring these items in to sell. Oh, okay, 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 gotcha. So I wasn't
1: finished yet.
2: But <laughs> did the guy get a license? Because that's a big thing.
1: Yeah, like licensed to sell Mogwai's. Yeah. Yeah, see these these are all things that could have definitely been avoided if the um inventor had asked questions. Mm-hmm. I don't think he cared though. I think he just wanted to find something weird for his teenage son. And it was like cute and fluffy. It was cute. Yeah. It was a very cute little guy. Um which brings me to uh brings me to the next question. <laughs> okay. Mogwai Let's, can you just, let's just describe the Mogwai right now, okay? Big ears, Mm -hmm. big eyes, okay? Short. Short. Kind of fluffy. Cute little, like, face. Cute little face, little lips, you know? Stout bod. Yeah. Little cute little rump, you know? (laughs) How Um, much attention were you playing to the Mogwai's rump? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's cute, you know? That's cute. Little cute little round body. um, And uh, covered in fur. Mm -hmm. like brownish white brown and white you know spotting kind of like a
2: furby but with ears
1: basically basically
2: do furbies not have ears not like big protruding ears yeah no
1: these mogwai's ears are huge very similar to another character i am familiar with that is the baby yoda okay baby yoda basically yoda but miniaturized Mm -hmm. Similar body shape even.
2: A miniature version of an already miniature sized character.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, which makes it extremely cute because who of us have not had the thought cross our mind Yoda, you know, older Yoda. Man, he's cute. He's got a cute little voice. He might be powerful and very wise, but he is precious. So now you Hmm. miniaturize that, make it into a baby, cute big baby eyes. That's even cute. That's like cute times 100 all of a sudden so I ask you this question okay keep Star Wars out of out of it out of the picture okay the Star Wars franchise I want no loyalty to the Star Wars franchise I just want to speak solely on cuteness baby Yoda or Mogwai? who is cuter mm, I gotta look at I gotta look at a picture of the Mogwai
0: again
2: I've seen more cute memes of Baby Yoda than I have with Mogwai's recently. Yeah, so I'm leaning towards that only because really? of the memes. Okay,
1: I mean, but Mogwai, Baby Mogwai, at the end of the movie drives a little car real fast through a sporting goods store. He does, and it's adorable. Look, look at him, Kevin.
2: I have my own phone. I don't need to rely on Adara to okay. We well look me. up Maguire. <laughs> look at him. I mean, oh, okay. he's I'm, I'm using Adara's phone now to look at. Okay, what Ooh, is that? that's oh, not no, precious. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. <don't- laughs>
1: stop. Adara just pulled up a picture of like a dissected. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Well, maybe we need to circle back to that. After that, that may have tainted the waters <laughs> a little bit. Uh, let's let's play a song. Uh, I'm going to play a hit. That was particularly popular in the year that Gremlin's was released. You might be familiar with this uh, little ditty by the uh, by the name of Dancing in the Dark, performed by performed, written, and uh, made popular by Mr. Bruce Springsteen. So here you go. We have our fun in here, mostly because Kevin, he is full of the jokes tonight. He's making us laugh and roll. And I don't
2: think I was making a joke. I made an educated guess based <laughs> off the information provided.
1: Uh, Kevin's trying to guess our occupation. So far, he's guessed Adara's, but he's not even close to mine. Uh, my hint was too easy. Yeah, it's true. You're like, I work in a hospital, <laughs> basically. <laughs>
2: a yeah. lot of people use meth
1: you that's don't just
2: true. use meth in a hospital that's true yeah I will give you that are there uh, any medical uses for meth uh no meth is a schedule 5 drug <laughs> or a schedule 1 I was going to say schedule 5 like mm-hmm. isn't that over the counter <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, it's next to the neosporin
0: sure? <laughs> schedule 5 is still a controlled substance it's just one of the easy ones to get like Sudafed
1: yeah there you go is Sudafed easy to get not in Oregon. Okay. All right. So let's see. Enough of that medical talk. Uh, let's move on to the next part of our plot. Randall returns home to Kingston Falls where he gives the Mogwai to Billy as a pet. Billy works in the local bank where he fears his dog Barney will be captured and killed by the el- elderly Miss miser Mrs. Deagle.
2: Where's the dog come from? <laughs> that's such a random.
1: Yeah, he's, plot point. he takes his dog to work. And
0: that's actually something that I wanted to discuss as well okay. because the elderly miser, like, yeah. yeah, this angry old lady
1: doesn't really seem to serve a purpose. She doesn't. I think really the only purpose is what's coming for her, which. It's just like someone who we can have a fun time
0: watching die. Yeah, is basically. I think
1: that's the only reason they have <laughs> introduced her. And why do they call her a miser? Is she like super stingy with money? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she also hates this dog. And she talks about all the ways that she wants to like kill it. Yeah. Okay. She's let's very much a,
0: like, and your little dog
1: to you exactly. Kind yeah. Of lady. Yeah. They really made her very one dimensional, which is why her end is all the more like sweet for those people who are like, yeah, she needs to be gone. So, uh, okay, yeah. Randall names the Mogwai Gizmo. Cute, right? Which, I have to say, I just now got. Yeah, yeah. Because he's, right, because his dad's an adventurer. Is that what, the connection? Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. I I didn't know if maybe you saw something I didn't. Um, And Billy makes sure to treat him well. When Billy's friend Pete accidentally spills a glass of water over Gizmo. Remember, he was played Mm by, um, what's his name? Um, Oh, we'll we'll circle back to that. I can't remember. Five more mogwai spawn from his back. They pop out. (coughs) Kind of like that. Uh, A more troublemaking sort led by the aggressive stripe. Distinguishable from the other mogwai by the patch of white fur on his head.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: OK, so a lot happening. of hockey. Yeah, this is a pivotal moment in the movie because this is when like all the action starts. You really start to kind of see foreshadowing of bad things to come. OK, so, uh, yeah, Billy, we get a little bit. We get introduced to Billy. What mm-hmm. are your impressions of Billy, Adara? Billy seems dumb. OK, yeah, I'll accept that. Kevin, do you remember anything about Billy? He works at a bank. (laughs) So I'm not going to challenge his intelligence
2: too hard. Unless he works at a very terrible bank who doesn't do background
1: checks. Uh, It's possible because he's bringing his dog into a bank. Is he a service support animal with a vest? No. No. No, oh, this is then, just a dog that's hanging out underneath the desk. Oh. That he's
2: like trying to hide at work. Oh, but yeah, he's dumb then. <laughs> yeah, but then
1: when the miserly old lady, she like shows up and she's like, I'm going to kill that dog if I see it in my yard again. Then the dog jumps up onto the desk of the, like the teller desk. And then like runs out of the bank or something. He kind of like does one of those, one of those like crazy scene situations and she's like i knew you had that dog back there or something like that Mm -hmm. so um we also uh we also get to see what happens when water spills on gizmo
0: and i have a little bit of a question about that still okay which is so gizmo gets wet yeah and he reproduces asexually Why are the new Mogwai so mischievous? Is it because that they're not supposed to get wet?
1: And so the offspring of that are just inherently evil? Maybe. It might be that they have less, like, individuality than... Magwai, like, they're less balanced, I guess. Well, do we know anything about Gizmo's parents? And maybe it was a recessive gene that they were aggressive? It's possible. It's pos- maybe Gizmo is... He's the odd man out. You know? Because he's sweet. I mean, they don't come any sweeter than Gizmo. He's thoughtful. He sings like little tunes. None of the other ones ever sang. Well, I think there's a scene in a bar where one of them is singing or something. And he's, like, smoking a cigarette. We'll get to that later. Uh, so, uh, then, um, we are introduced to White Stripe Gremlin or R- White Stripe Mogwai. Impressions of White Stripe Mogwai? Anyone? Um, He's bad to the bone. He is his is name Jack? Bad to the bone. I don't know. Okay.
0: I, have, I think his name is Stripe.
1: Stripe? We'll just oh, call okay. him Stripe. I'm not sure if he has an actual name, mm-hmm. but yeah.
0: And I actually, I had a song for the change to the Gremlins. Okay. Is it a White Stripes song? It is not a White Stripes song. <laughs> it's a song by The Heavy. Yeah, of course it is. Of course it is. Um, And it's called How You Like Me Now. Oh, this is good. As if to indicate that they are suddenly now much more hardcore than they were
1: before. And they are.
3: mm mm-hmm.
0: And I think that's really a good segue into the next part of the film.
1: Yeah. Because this is, I, I hate to break it to you, but these Mogwais, they don't stay Mogwais. Remember the movies called Gremlins? Yeah. film Someday. The gremlins had to show up. It's true. It had to. It had to happen. Otherwise, this is just about a furry, little fuzzy, cute guy, uh, you know, that just kind of is cute all the time. And then Billy, who works at the bank. That's it. <laughs> it's not a movie. That is not a movie. No, ma'am. So uh, Billy shows one of the Mogwai to his former science teacher, Mr. Hansen spawning another mogwai so he's like check this out mr hanson i'm gonna put some water on it you gotta see what happens and this is something that i take issue with Uh uh-huh
0: i'm not i have to the father randall gives them the instructions don't hit the sunlight don't get them wet don't feed them after midnight yeah so billy accidentally gets them wet because it was Dumb little friend, uh huh. Yeah, Petey, Petey, yeah. Um, and then he goes and does it on purpose again just for fun,
1: yeah. Well, he does it again to like imp or to, to show his science teacher, like, isn't this incredible? Is it not already incredible that you're showing him a mogwai, yeah, a new species I that mean, like no one has seen before? It seems like something that would be better off you know, you kind of discover its abilities like in a one of those you know, like in one of those like the 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 place that they were War fifty one? Yeah, or like uh where where they were doing experiments on eleven on Stranger Things. Like one of those kinds of, you know, buildings. Not like a high school science lab. No. Uh okay, so then uh Mr. Hansen, he starts experimenting on these these Mogwai spawn. Uh, back at home, Stripe's gang uh, tricks Billy into feeding them after midnight by severing the power cord to his bedside clock. They make cocoons, as does Hansen's Mogwai. Shortly after, the cocoons hatch and they emerge as mischievous reptilian monsters that torture Gizmo and try to murder Billy's mother, while Hansen is killed by his gremlin. Mm-hmm. Okay so in quotes yeah in quotes. so so hansen here okay he's like this is incredible and then there's a point where he gets this cute little magwai and he like injects it with or he takes its blood cuz he wants to do some kind of experiment on it which which of course like you know if this mogwai has only known the science teacher for just you know 30 minutes and in that 30 minutes the science teacher like sticks it with a needle Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, science teacher automatically is no longer endeared to the Mogwai. Yeah. Okay. So
0: actually, I think it makes more sense for that one to want to become a gremlin and kill its captor uh-huh. than Billy's Gremlin or Mogwai, who are treated real chill
1: like, you know? Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. And so they go into these cocoons, which are very reminiscent of um, Alien, right? Can't. Yeah. <laughs> another see pop culture references that none of neither like it's just not happening it's like (laughs) alien okay well they're like giant eggs if you look up the cover for the first alien it basically it's like that on the theatrical cover um so yeah so it's like this gross gooey egg looking thing and uh yeah do you remember how mr hansen you know how he how he dies remember what happens isn't he just a shadow when he dies yeah he is but the 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 gremlin like he's like in inside the vents the air vents and he's like Mm -hmm. crawling through it you can hear it like laughing or something they do have a weird creepy little laugh they do yeah and uh yeah so so there are these reptilian monsters can you describe more you know the gremlins More than just what they've done on Wikipedia, reptilian monsters.
0: Yeah, so they're a little more tall and like lanky Uh than the Mogwai. Um, Which it does strike me as curious that being fed after midnight changes their like species. Yeah, and their family really. They go from the Mogwai, which appears to be mammalian, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. to reptilian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and they got a lot of like charisma, very charismatic creatures.
0: They seem cool yeah. in like a bad kid smoking
1: behind the Seven Eleven way. Exactly, exactly. Um, two decade old impressions, Kevin, of the Gremlin.
2: It just reminded me of a monster from a Power Rangers movie.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. But
2: uh, they were, like Adora said, they like changed species almost. Or at least like mammalian to reptilian. And I thought that was really weird.
1: Yeah. that You had a problem with that as well.
2: I still, I had a problem with it. I just couldn't comprehend like... <laughs> Six-year-old Kevin's interspecies like... And species <laughs> changing. Like, yeah.
0: I think for me it would have made more sense if they'd gone from like the cute little furry thing to like a scary furry thing
2: mm-hmm. like
0: yeah mogwai to like a mini bear or yeah. like some sort of vicious wolf dog
1: thing. oh yeah yeah that's interesting mini bear would what still if be it too was, cute what if it was like yeah because it still would have been fuzzy what mm-hmm. what would have what about like mogwai like mogwai into like oh never mind i messed it up like human into Mogwai. that doesn't work, right? <laughs> that would have been a totally different movie. That would have been a totally different movie. Yeah. Well, we're not talking about a different movie. We're talking about Gremlins. So the movie, the song that we're gonna we're gonna play is um, a song that I thought would uh, really capture this whole like midnight rule, um, and that is called "Midnight Train to Georgia" by Gladys Knight and the Pips.
3: L.A. proved too much for the man, too much for the man, he couldn't make it, so he's leaving He's come to know. Ooh. He said he's going. He said he's going back to find, going back to find. Ooh, ooh, ooh what's left of his world? The world he left behind. Not so long.
1: Yeah, we're just getting to know each other during the song breaks a lot to learn a lot to learn you know we came into this room strangers but we're gonna leave siblings that's right I have good thing Emily's not here cause ordered, I'm pretty sure that's not okay in Oregon <laughs> I've ordered a judge to pass um, a certificate of law making us all brothers and sister ooh dear yeah there's a I I read some fine print, so now we're related. Yeah, and you're go, all you're both going to take my last name. That's how that since I'm the one who like did it. I had the choice. I could have been no. Bobby Caldwell, but I'm not. That's not going to happen. Because
2: I mean, my Dad's name was Bobby.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> so, I know. No so. offense, but I think Kevin Burns sounds a lot better than <laughs> Kevin like,
1: So um so also Bobby Burns? Bobby Burns. <laughs> How did I why didn't I say these things out loud? <laughs> uh so now that we're siblings, we're gonna do the things that siblings do. We're gonna take a trip. Go to Knott's Berry Farm, all three of us. We're going to come back with a bunch of jam. It's going to be great.
2: Is that what siblings do? Yeah. I'm an only child. I don't know. They go to, yeah. My siblings are like 13 years older than I am. They're not your
1: siblings anymore. We're your siblings, Kevin. Wait, you have lost all your other siblings? Yes, that's how it works. (laughs) Oh, goodness. We'll go watch Frozen 2 together. Okay. We'll eat dinner together. That'll be cool. We'll have tr- trum- trunk beds, which are three-level bunk beds. I think it's pretty Those obvious. Those don't exist. I'm going to get the top bunk since I'm the oldest. That's how it works.
2: I think I should get I think, since top you're bunk because I'm the tallest. my bones are more brittle and shouldn't have the top bunk just in
1: case. <laughs> my bones are more brittle. Uh, look at us. We're already bickering like siblings. This I is might great. actually be a bottom bunk person.
0: I want bottom bunk.
2: Okay. That's fine. No, I want bottom bunk. (laughs) You were top, Bobby's middle, I'm the bottom (laughs) one. It's already decided. Oh gosh. Well, (laughs) I can live with that. As long as I don't have to be middle. I didn't even know my last name, so of course I get to take the bottom bunk. Well, you (laughs)
1: don't no one needs to know your last name anymore, Kevin. Because it's Castillo. Okay, done. It's Burns now. Yeah, Kevin Burns. (laughs) Kevin Burns. (laughs) Oh, that's weird. Okay, so uh, the next part of this is... We're definitely not getting the whole plot. right? <laughs> no, we are. We got time. Okay, so all the gremlins are killed except Stripe, who escapes... Oh, wait, I missed some stuff. Okay, so shortly after... The... Yeah. Oh, no, no, yeah. All the gremlins are killed. They really just kind of blew through all of that part. They, they, they're all killed except for Stripe, who escapes the house to a local YMCA and jumps into a swimming pool. Oh no, what happens when a gremlin jumps into a swimming pool? Spawning a new army of gremlins who wreak chaos around Kingston Falls. Billy tries to warn the police, but they don't believe him. Many people are injured or outright killed by the gremlin's rampage, including Mrs. Deagle. Who can someone? Does someone want to explain what happens to Miss Deagle?
0: She is in her rich lady house, where mm-hmm. she, at the pinnacle of her richness, has one of theirs like those like automated stair climbing things. Yes, yeah. And the gremlins seem to have a strange affinity to electrical work. Yeah. But they're able to rig it so that it goes so fast it shoots her through the roof of her house.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So quick flies out the window about the science behind creating gremlins okay yeah if he jumps into a pool does he immediately create the new gremlins or is it then when he exits because when you're in the pool fully submerged
1: you're not wet yet you're only wet once you leave the pool oh like when you're in the water yeah i think technically you are wet kevin have you ever gone (laughs) swimming
2: (laughs) if you're fully submerged you're not wet yet you're only wet once (laughs) <laughs> you're
1: in the water but this is this is very meta it's <laughs> not about wetness it is about water, touching contact, water contact with water thank you Adora didn't it say getting them wet okay yeah let's move on okay, so uh, Kate played by Phoebe Kate she reveals that her father died in a chimney while dressed chimney while dressed as Santa Claus it's a very touching story it's like she wanted some kind of Oscar or something and what does Billy do in response to that what does he do he kisses her right yes she mm-hmm. tells her him how this is the most traumatizing experience of his entire life father stuck in a chimney they they were like what's the smell several days later it was her dad who died and got lodged in the chimney he was pretending to be Santa and he kisses her
0: he's like mm, so romantic
1: yeah which is w- probably one of the reasons why you your, you know like ideas of him were just that he was dumb right i mean i mean yeah yeah okay i don't know if anyone's out there who was like billy this is this is a, my dream man everything about the way he's handling the situation i want him to be my husband
0: Well, you can feel comfortable in the fact that I am not coming for your man.
1: (laughs) Yes. So then Billy chases Stripe into Montgomery Ward. There's a lot of, like, product placement. Uh, He climbs into the water fountain, tries to spawn more gremlins. Gizmo arrives in a toy car. Uh, He exposes, he opens a skylight. By then it's day. Exposes uh, Stripe to sunlight and melts him. It's really gross. Um, In the aftermath of the rampage, Mr. Wing arrives. To collect Gizmo, scolding the Peltzers for their carelessness, thinking the Western world is not ready for the gift of the Mogwai, but comments that Billy might one day be ready to care for Gizmo properly. Gizmo likewise believes so, having become attached to to Billy, and Mr. Wing then departs with Gizmo did so. he
2: get a refund for gizmo he may have I,
1: don't, I think he just ate that cash i think the grandson pocketed it mm-hmm. he seemed real shady i'm in the wrong business <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah that was that's weird so that's uh gremlins that's gremlins uh we're gonna let you just dis- you just like decide in your own minds and hearts which is cuter gizmo or baby yoda
0: and once you've made that decision, come find us on Instagram
1: and answer the poll in our stories. Yeah, yeah. You can do that. Yeah, yeah. you can. You totally can. And, uh, you know, just know, Just, we'll, I'll leave you with this final thought. There's a gremlin and a mogwai inside of all of us. But which one do you want to expose to water? So... Yeah, so think about that. Um, in the meantime, we will say goodbye and uh, you stay tuned for a wonderful show hosted by um, Leo. Leo, yes, One World, Many Songs. And uh, that's why I have a co host.
0: Are we going to finish off with my favorite song?
1: Yeah, what is it? Oh, <laughs> I don't have it. Oh, I do. Oh, you do? Okay. All right. So Adara has it. It's going to be the final song of the night. It's called The Gremlin Rag. And let me tell you, it's a banger. It is, yeah. Mm -hmm. So get out your dancing shoes. Dust off that corduroy coat that you've been uh, putting in the closet, kept in there since the late 80s. And, yeah, get ready for that Gremlin Rag by Jerry Goldsmith. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye.
0: See you next week.